0: What's going on, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of the Change Eyes Make Money Online Trainer podcast, which obviously is spoken by me today. I'm super excited. So, as you guys know, every Wednesday we do a call named Pod Chats where we answer questions from our clients, deliver as much value as we possibly can, and honestly just kind of shoot the shit back and forth. Brian is not here today because he missed his flight. He's actually heading down to Utah to speak at FitCon, which is going to be fucking awesome. We just got back from Australia, which was absolutely amazing. And now I'm here to deliver value. So let's get it popping. Let's not waste any fucking time. Amanda, how are you? Let's get it popping.
1: Hey, how's it going?
0: Best day of my whole fucking life. How are you?
1: Awesome. I love to hear it. Best day ever. So went on your content audits a couple of weeks ago and we talked about adding like more personality into my content and doing more like recipe reels and everything. So I stayed consistent doing that. I have been doing two posts per day, except for Saturday, Sunday, I've been doing one post. So I bumped it up from just doing one post per day and a couple of my reels but one of them blew up like a lot and it has like over 1k likes and then i got 1k new followers on facebook but i was just wondering what i should do basically because at first like when i first started getting new followers i was dming everyone and being like hey thanks for the follow but now it's like now that i have that many i don't really know how to go about that
0: so Now you need to be a little bit more selective slash. You get to be a little bit more selective. So what I would do is let's say you get 100 followers. You're going to have to do a little bit of auditing. Now is it going to take more time? Yes, of course. But you can go through them. First off, look at the individuals that are actually following you and then pick and choose like, okay, these 10 look like my avatar. These 10 don't. Let's just focus on the individuals I actually want to serve. Secondly, is you could make sure that you have an application in your bio just in case any individuals do want to fill it out. And then you could also make sure that you're sending it to people who seem like they are not as hot. But right now, it's just about being selective with the individuals you speak with. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Because like what you're experiencing now is an influx of leads due to the fact that your content is actually hitting. So we need to be more selective with the people that we're choosing to speak to. So what I would do today is just get very, very specific with who you actually want to serve. All right. And then go start looking through your followers and start conversations with those actual people. Okay.
1: Okay. And then when it comes to like starting the conversations and continuing them and everything, something that I struggle with is like managing time while doing that. Cause like sometimes I'll start to like DM people and then get way too into that and then neglect everything else that's on my schedule.
0: Yeah. So time blocking is everything. I know you've probably heard me and Brian say time blocking in the past, correct? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, you now need to become religious with it. Okay. Uh, meaning like if you're in DM time and you're time blocking, that's the only fucking thing that you do. You do nothing else, period. And it's the same thing with your check-ins, same thing with your content, same thing with your workouts. like you guys need to get religious with your time blocking. When I'm doing something in a time block, you will never reach me ever. I don't give a fuck if the world is burning to the ground. I'll figure out after my time block is done because I don't look at my phone. Does that make sense? Yeah. So you need to get religious with that shit across the board. Also, when you're in the conversation, like, I feel like a big reason why a lot of you guys take so long in the DMs with individuals is because you're trying not to come off salesy, right? You want to build a relationship in a big way. But then what ends up happening because you don't want to come off salesy is you come off fucking salesy because you ask a bunch of questions to a stranger who doesn't know you. Make sense? Yeah. Like if an individual like really engages my content, I'm gonna be like, yo, Miranda, appreciate you always engaging, girl. I see you on my content. Thank you. You're like, oh, great. I actually love your content. It's helped me so much. Dope. Helped you with what? Well, it's like really helping with my mindset. Well, awesome. Do you mind if I ask you a couple of questions to see if I can help you with your mindset more? This is what I do for a fucking living. Like, I'm getting right into it. Mm-hmm. I'm not wasting any fucking time. The hell am I talking about the weather for? Right? Like, and the thing is, is that people get it, like they understand like, you guys end up coming off salesy because you're not trying to be salesy does that make sense yeah right then you just become this person who's asking me questions about dms i guys i i'm going to show you i'm going to take a screen recording or something and like post it in the academy or post it up online like i block motherfuckers like this in my dms because everybody just comes in like that they're not trying to be sale I know you get a DM like this all the time. I'm not trying to be that guy. Block. I do not even read your whole DM. Like, fuck off. It's the worst DM strategy I've ever seen in my life. Like, just start the conversation. Get straight into it, okay?
1: Okay.
0: Bet, girl. Go get to work. Good job, by the way, on implementing what we talked about because it's obviously working now. Thank you so much. Fuck yes. Guys, by the way, your boy is fucking freezing right now. It's like warm in Kelowna. I don't know what the fuck is going on. Our house is fucking cold as shit. I'm like, sweater on. Australia seems warm as fuck. It's like way fucking better, in my opinion. Paige, what's up? You gotta turn your video on or I will talk to you. Suddenly, you know. Oh, there we go. Seems like you're fucking at work right now. Running away from everybody.
2: Hiding in a stairwell.
0: I like it. What's good?
2: <laughs> Doing good. I finished my 14-day challenge, so I just transitioned it into a free Facebook group. But there's only like three or four active people there. I know I still need to post it there, but how frequently should I post? Cause I'm still trying to stay on top every of my day. other content every, day. every day.
3: Yeah. hundred percent. And it going to
2: be something different than normal content. Correct. So just. Yeah.
0: So, so this is what you do. When I say like post every day, I'm not saying you need to make like an in-depth crazy post or a crazy live stream or anything like that, but you need to start building that community. Mm-hmm. If you actually want to have it flourish, meaning you need to be asking other individuals like old leads people who say no, shit like that, if they would like to join for free, okay? I would also put that in your TikTok bio or your Instagram bio right now as well. Like join my free Facebook community because like, again, like look at Curse, look at Janelle, free Facebook communities, work Look, a motherfucker. If you guys are going to run one, run it properly. So get everybody in there. But like post every day in the aspect of like, like win Wednesday. Okay, some cheesy bullshit or something like post a win below, like, even though it seems cheesy to us, like people like it, right. And then I would do two live streams on a weekly basis in there. One just kind of addressing some questions. And then one doing like motivation, you only have fucking three people. So actually, let's just do one live stream in there. Once you get more do two and then just keep it at two and then do like, yeah, exactly. Bradley. you did it like 10 minutes ago in your private group. Exactly. Win Wednesday or some shit. So random posts in there, like something that I get value from page, keep it simple. And then let's start with one live stream until you get, let's say 20 people and then do two live streams and cap it at that for now. Okay.
2: Okay. Yeah. There's 13 in there, but only like three or four are actually active.
0: Cool. So everybody write this down. Individuals will follow the actions of their leader. Individuals Mm -hmm. will follow the actions of their leader. All right. I can't expect you to be in the academy engaging if I'm not in the academy doing these live streams and talking to you guys and engaging as much as I can. Correct. Right. I can't expect you guys to post content if I'm not posting content. Like You see, I'm not that parent who says do as I say, not as I do. I do what the fuck I say I'm going to do. And then I lead by example. So you guys pay attention and follow my footsteps. You feel me? Yeah. Same thing with your business. That's what I want you to think about moving forward. Deal?
2: Yeah.
0: Anything else?
2: Just making sure I have my workflow down up at three in the morning every day so I can get stuff done with my full-time job and the kids and everything. So I'm going on vacation soon. So working on batching things so I don't fall off while I'm on vacation.
0: So we're going to hit on this for a minute because everybody hears me wake up at 3am. They've heard my ironworking story in the past. I want you to break down your workflow for one minute. Okay. Because yeah. a lot of these fucking bitches talk about how they don't have time and we're going to have a conversation right now and Paige is going to bitch that with the routine. <laughs> So you wake up at 3 a.m., correct? Yes. Why?
2: Because I have an hour, hour and a half commute to my full-time job every day on top of my eight-hour day, and I want to spend time with my family. So I wake up, do network expansion, get content ready for the day, help with my 14-day challenge. So that took some time, too, and started DM.
3: Okay, so and what you say... Done,
2: so I can spend time home with my kids and then work more when I get home after they go to bed.
0: Okay, we're going to get on that. So guys, she wakes up at 3 a.m. because she has an hour and a half before she wakes up to get to her full-time job where she has to work eight hours. How many kids do you have?
2: Two, a three-year-old and an 11-month-old.
0: And then when she gets home, she's with your kids. You spend time with your family, correct?
2: Yeah, dinner. And the then time. they go to
0: bed at what time?
2: 7 to 8, 8.30, They stagger.
0: So they go to bed at like around 8 to 8.30, let's say that. And then you work for how long after that? Until so maybe 10. Until 10, and then when you usually go to bed?
2: Right,
0: right after that. So like 10.30, maybe 11.30? 10.30. Okay. okay, so 10.30. So let's do the fucking math right now. Everybody put your fingers up in front of you so you can fucking count with me, okay? She goes to bed at 10.30. 11.30, 12.30, 1.30, 2.30, 3. She's getting four and a half hours of sleep on a regular basis right now. You fucking bitches say you guys can't fucking get to work. With eight hours of sleep. Like, there you go. That's a mentality right there. Full-time fucking mom, full-time job, cranking a bunch of workout, busting everything down. And you guys bitch and complain that you don't have time in your day. I'm so happy that you came up as the third person. Because I'm like, everybody calls me a psycho for only sleeping like fucking three to five hours a night. But again, I got goals to achieve. And Paige is a walking example of the same mentality. That's what I'm talking about. Fucking job, girl. I like it.
2: Yeah. Keep
0: killing it. Well okay.
4: thank
2: right.
0: you. What's up? Congratulations on the engagement, by the way. That was cute as fuck.
4: Thanks. Anyways, I'm so happy. But yeah, this weekend has, (laughs) my partner is leaving on Friday. So it's just for like six months. So it's just going to be a lot. But so I recently had a few videos blow up on TikTok. I will like, I put my phone away this weekend for the most part. Told my clients I was taking two days off, which I never do. And I will like looked at my email when I like actually started being present on my phone and I had over 50 applications on my type form. But the thing is, is that all of them are like 21 years old and it's the type of application that you just like, uh, let's say maybe 50% of them are like the types of applications you just, you don't really want to even, I don't mean to be like a bitch, but like, it's just like fat loss. Like I'm like a, Twenty-three year old woman. I wear, weigh fifty-five kilograms. I want to lose belly fat. And then, like, they're not going expensive with the questions. And I send them messages, and the messages are the exact same. So I'm just curious. Like, is there a way that I could bring my type form to be a bit more like specific? And is there anything that you would recommend? Like, so this something? is
0: the thing. So we could definitely fuck around with your type form, or your application, um, yeah. and like make it more intense and make it so they have to jump through more hoops. But that means you're gonna have less up to bats. Yeah. Okay. So like, no matter what, like either direction we go, there's pros and cons to it. There's pros to having a longer, more in-depth application. To give you an example, Don Lamb in the past added a photo upload to his application where individuals actually had to upload a front side and back photo to their application if they wanted to work with him, because that's a massive hoop that they need to jump through. And 90% of the unqualified individuals wouldn't do it in the first place. But right. you need to understand that that takes you from 100 applications down to five, right? Or down to 10. So, with that, and like with the breakdown of it, we can do that, add more in depth questions, maybe photos, breakdowns, or you just be a little bit more savage in the way that you actually speak to the individuals that you're DMing.
4: Yeah, it's pretty like, I'm not sure how to, I guess, navigate that part is because like I send them message, like I kind of like go through like a mini script. Pause,
0: pause. Let's literally just do it right now. Pull up the last person you spoke to and let's walk through the conversation. I wanted to know exactly verbatim what the fuck you said to this person and what was being broken down.
4: I send voice notes, so I'm not going to be able to give you like the exact thing, but it was like, hey, Sarah, it's Braylon. I just received your application for my one-to-one coaching so freaking pumped to chat with you more you said you want to lose weight tell me about your goals give me some like tell me hey, about pause your- pause
0: pause pause so you said all <laughs> of this in the opening message dope moving forward we're not going to do that shit. moving forward we're going to go oh uh, wait are you contacting them over instagram
4: this is like messaging because they have put their texting phone yeah
0: okay so texting first off are you having a problem with them answering back in the first place
4: I guess yesterday, yeah, I sent 10. I only got like four replies.
0: Dope. So moving forward, if you guys are texting a lead, you don't send them any message other than Bray. Is this you, question mark? Yeah,
1: okay.
0: Because 99.9% of the time, somebody's going to say something. That's like, that's literally, guys, I get like these weird scam texts all the time. People being like, I can't wait to see you. And I'm like, who is this? And they're like, oh, isn't this John? I'm like, no, this isn't John. They're like, oh, well, let's be friends anyways. I'm like, get the fuck out of my goddamn phone. Like, it pisses me off. Like literally all the time, but like, it's because I will always answer that, right? Like it's something that it confuses the individual on the other side of the phone, the answer. That's why scammers are doing it. So you are going to do it in the way of like, Mel, dot, is this you? Question mark. 90% of the time, the person's going to be like, yes, who's this? And then you just hit them with, oh, it's Bray. I actually got your application for coaching. Dot, are you ready to really crush your goals? Question mark. That's it. Simple question. Then they're going to be like, hell Yeah. If they say no, then you can be like, why the fuck do you fill in my application? Like, like, we can just get straight to the point. They're like, yes. Then after you send that next message to be like, are you ready to crush some goals? Then you're going to be like, awesome. Why don't you tell me a little bit more of what you're looking to achieve? Question mark. So I'm sending basically the things that you sent, that massive paragraph, but in three different messages, because I'm not just sending everything at once and then helping you engage.
1: Right. Okay. All right.
0: Again, you got to think about sales like dating. You gave a guy your number, right? And then fucking the first text you got was a paragraph and a half asking you about everything about your goddamn life. You're probably not going to answer the text. It's weird, but this is how people are, right? Yeah. You got to engage a little bit first. So that's how we're going to open it up. Moving forward with the text. Let's say you do ask them that. They do answer. All right. Did this person answer?
4: Hey, yes. I want to lose weight and tone my stomach. What's her name? Sarah.
0: Dope. I'm like, awesome, Sarah, break that down a little bit more in depth for me. What do you mean by lose weight? And they're gonna be like, Well, I want to tone my stomach. And I'm gonna be like, Yeah, you said that. What does it mean by lose weight? How much do you weigh right now, Like, did you ask any of that?
4: Yeah, she said she was like, My goal is to be 150. I want to lose my stomach. And then she sent me a video of her cell
0: phone. Oh, did you say what do you weigh right now? No, I didn't ask that question. Why not?
4: I've never asked that question before. It you should okay.
0: Because then if someone weighs 300 fucking pounds and they want to be 150, they need to lose 150 pounds, right?
4: Yeah. No, definitely. That makes sense.
0: Yeah. So like, and again, you don't always have to ask that question, but it's reading the DM and reading the conversation that you're actually having. Yeah. Right. Because like, if they're very old, for lack of a better term, and they're not engaging with you, you need to find a way to engage with them. The way I do it is I just start calling you out. Like, no, explain more, break it down. What does that mean? Can you... Expand a little bit more. How much do you currently weigh? Well, what do you eat on a daily basis? You guys have all heard me that uh say that breakdown, like what have you eaten today versus what you've eaten yesterday, right? Give me a thumbs up if you have. Okay, this is something that we do in the academy. That came up due to the fact that when we we're asking nutrition questions to people, when I saw you guys doing it, they weren't getting any answers. So I was like, How can I ask a more in-depth question to get an in-depth answer from when it comes down to nutrition? Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like what you are feeling. I want you to start saying, because that's what's happening. You feel like you want to call this person out or bitch them out for not answering you in depth, but you're not doing it.
4: Yeah, no, for sure. I'm yeah, no, definitely. Because she's just like, well, you know, like I feel confident in my body, but like there are definitely some days that like, I don't feel that confident. We, I'm sure we've all heard that. And it's-
0: then I literally would be like this, right? Then what the fuck are we doing talking to each other? Yeah. I'm very confused about your statement. You said you're very confident, then you're not very confident. Let's get vulnerable for a minute. Why are we having this conversation right now? And the lead might not go nowhere, but guess what? They're not going anywhere anyway. So you might as well have an in-depth conversation and see what you can do. You feel me?
4: Yeah, that makes sense. Right.
0: Do you have a free Facebook group?
4: Not yet. No. No,
0: that's fine. If you don't, it's all good. Do you have a low ticket program?
4: Okay. This is my question. I actually (laughs) had a second question is because- I thought you did. I have clients that have been with me for four to six months and they're coming up to renew, like they're coming up to the end and they're all fucking crushing it. I definitely, they all need some more time and, but I don't personally, they already have all of my value, So really they're just working with like me as a coach, like with check-ins and obviously workout programs, updates on that and so on and so forth and meal plans. But how can I, like, what should I do for those clients that want to renew I'm thinking like, do I just offer a lower price because they've already got the foundation down or should I just do a low ticket and just be like, here's a workout? I don't know.
0: So let me (laughs) ask you, (laughs) is the value in your program based off of the things you are giving or the time they get from you? So this is the thing, like, let's be fucking real. They can get a meal plan from anybody in this entire call right now, Academy or world. Workup programs that could find from anything. Yeah. I feel like, just like Kenny said here, you need to understand that the value is connected to you. Right. So being in your network is where the value is. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah.
0: Let's be real. You guys all have the foundation of DMs, but you guys ask about DMs every single fucking week. And the value is in mine and Brian's brain on how to dissect the next step for you moving forward. Makes sense? Yeah. So the same thing with you. If you truly feel like you want, to stay with them. You could come up with a loyalty discount for individuals that was with you for a while, but like, again, I don't think it's necessary. I also don't really believe in fucking discounting your services for individuals who are in it based off of the fact that again, you are the value. You Wait. are ever changing. You are ele- ever elevating. You are ever learning. So they should continue to pay for your time. Makes sense. Because it's not like they're paying just for the time that you're giving them right now. They're paying for every fucking waking moment of education you have ever taken to help them with their goals.
4: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for the low ticket, though, I spoke with Caleb one day and he was like, he showed me his low ticket. And I was like, I can't like I'm I could. But I think it would take me like months and months and months to make something like he offers. It's like you don't need to.
0: No, 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 no. Like, this is the thing. Guys, when it comes down to low ticket, who's watched the low ticket training in the academy that I fucking did, right? Miranda did, et cetera. Guys, my low ticket, let's be fucking real. My mid ticket right now for the shit that I fucking launched is mad simple. You get a workout program, you get a macronutrient breakdown and you get a call with me on a weekly basis and that is fucking it, period. If you want in my circle, that you don't get in-depth one full-on-one time with me at all. And when it comes down to low ticket, like again, it's very simple. Deliver a generic worker program, deliver macros or whatever you want to do for meals and give them access to a Facebook. Done.
4: No check-ins. Fuck no. Okay.
0: Hell to the no. There's absolutely no way in hell I would give any low ticket person a check-in.
4: Yeah. Okay. Okay. I need to watch that training, I guess.
0: And again, I did that a long time ago. I'm going to be redoing it just to kind of give you guys a baseline, but go watch it because like it's, If you wanted to create a low ticket, if it's already on your mind, which is kind of think that it is, I've got the feel from you. Like, again, it's just about giving individuals an option because if they can't afford your regular one right now, they're going to go find a cheaper one somewhere else.
4: For sure. And I feel like that's pretty much what a lot of these people are looking for. And so, okay, I guess free or private Facebook group
0: it's up to you. At the end of the day, like I've seen individuals put all of their clients in one Facebook group and it's worked fine. It just depends on how you deliver your high ticket value. If it's all to the Facebook group, then you need to create a new one. If it's all through zoom or Trainrise, then you can do the same one. Does that make sense? Like if you're high ticket, all the value they get is through trainings and everything in the facebook group then giving low ticket individuals yes. access to that is not is, you can't do that feel me for sure
4: yeah no i have my private facebook group and then i do check-ins obviously with my clients weekly yeah And they get access to me and messaging me and shit like that and then so i would just but caleb's was like he was like nutrition breakdown there's like videos every single day and he was like you need to dumb it down because these people are like, it's just going to be wreak havoc for you. You you don't have all of the information there for them and so on and so forth. So when it comes down to like the nutrition side, that's typically where like a lot of the people that I work with struggle. So would you recommend just doing like, like a calorie macro breakdown, they track in my fitness pal and like maybe have like a a good like meal prep ebook that you can give them? Yep. Yeah. That's
0: exactly what I would do. I'm going to, give you guys a breakdown when it comes out of the handbook, create a handbook to help them track their food, give them macros and send them on their way. Again, this is just my mentality. There's gonna be a lot of people that don't agree with it. And I get it guys. Like I would love to give an in-depth custom nutrition program for everybody. But at the end of the day, we got to run a fucking business here as well. So like if it comes down to low ticket, like just give them that breakdown and send them forward. But again, it also depends on your mentality because individuals in my mid ticket right now. And then when I used to run mid ticket, just got macronutrients and i pushed them forward anyways too, because I don't really want to give everybody in the meal plan if they don't fucking need it. So whatever you feel like in your gut, I want you to run with deal.
5: Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Go Thanks, get cool.
0: a pop and girl. Mel. What's up?
5: Hey, how are you? Good to have you back.
0: Feels good. I'm, I'm happy as shit. Getting to play with my little boy this morning. It was fucking nice.
5: That's awesome. So I am really struggling with workflow. Since I left my job, I created a workflow right away because everyone said, you know, you got to do this. I made the mistake of putting too much work, like filling up my entire calendar with work and then not being able to stick to a schedule because it was just like way too much. So I tried to dial it back a little bit and I still got like... My ADHD is like at an all-time high. My anxiety is at an all-time high. And I'm just struggling to stick to a schedule Mm. and feeling like so like I'm not accomplishing anything, but I am, but I'm not like, I'm going from task to task to task and finding it really hard to stick to one thing, which has never really been an issue for me.
0: Okay. So, well, first off, like you're now entering like... Entrepreneurship brain, which is kind of fucking normal. Like you're doing well in your business. How much you make last month?
5: 5,500.
0: Did you take a step back to actually appreciate that or did you just keep fucking grinding forward? Because I can hear it in your voice right now.
5: Yeah. You know the answer.
0: Yeah. So you need to appreciate the shit that you already have in order to invite more into your life. That's first off. Like everyone take a step back today, please. I want you all to take a fucking half an hour after this call or after you listen to this podcast and like actually look at what the fuck you're doing with your life actually do that. We did a uh, in-depth fucking lunch with all the PT domination students. We're doing a little lunch and like Brian was talking to everybody and everybody's like conversing and stuff. And I was just silent sitting at the end of the table. One of them asked me, they're like, like, Cole, you good? And I'm like, I am fucking great right now because I took a step back and was like three years ago, four years ago, like this was just an idea that we had in our head. And then we were able to fly across the fucking world. And not only were we able to fly across the world, but we had students fly down with us. And like we had the loudest fucking little group of people in PG domination there. And our community fucking took over the entire thing. Like it made me very happy. But the reason why I just leaned back and watched and listened and absorbed is because if I was just thinking about work the entire time, like I'm not, life is fucking short. Like I'm going to reach a point where I'm like, why the fuck am I doing this shit? and I'm not going to do it anymore. And when I don't want to do anything anymore, I drop it very quickly, like you guys need to take a step back. You just made fucking 5k. Did you not make it two months in a row? I'm pretty sure you did. Correct? Yeah, right. And you did that after being like, I'm fucking done. Quit your fucking job. I said to you, I usually don't let anybody fucking do that. So if you're going to do it, you better fucking go all in. You went all in. You did it. Take a step back and be like, fuck yes. Right. Fuck yes. Because right now you're in scarcity mode. If I don't grind my fucking face off every minute of the day, then I'm not gonna be able to make this work. Touche, I guess, there's a part of that that is true, but not really for you. And the reason why I say not really for you is because you already showed that you can make it happen when you grind mode, so you need to take a step back and appreciate it. The people that really need to sit down and grind, 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 or shit's gonna slip away are the lazy fucks who literally do nothing with their day. Like, say I'm gonna be an entrepreneur, Quit your job, then you sit down and binge watch TV for five and a half hours. Then you ask me and Brian what you need to do for your business. We tell you, then you don't actually do it. You continue to watch TV. Feel me? Yeah. Right. You're not there. You're doing better. So appreciate what you already have right now. Okay. Because if you don't do that, then it's very hard for me to get you anywhere. Very hard for us to get you to the next level. Like I can, we can give you a billion business tips, and I want to go through your workflow in a second, but you need to start appreciating it. Okay. Yeah. Dope. Now. Second thing, action alleviates anxiety. Write it down, all right? Why do you feel anxious? When you say I feel anxious, 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 that tells me that you are probably overthinking the next step or overthinking the next task instead of just doing it.
5: Yeah, probably. I definitely am an overthinker. <laughs>
0: okay, so like, let's look at your calendar right now. Open it up. Was yesterday one of the days where you didn't get shit done, you felt super overwhelmed?
5: It's every day.
0: Okay, perfect. So, open up yesterday. I want you to look at your calendar. I want you to tell me what you did not get finished.
5: Studying for my NASM certification, social on social media and going live on Facebook.
0: Okay, cool. So what did you get done on that calendar? Read me that stuff.
5: Well, I onboarded a new client, which wasn't really on my calendar. And that's part of the problem. Like I said, I filled it with things like, and didn't leave spots open for me to do things like that, which was stupid. Okay. And so I DM'd people, lead gen, network expansion, showed up to calls. What calls? The five K.
6: Mm, okay. Okay. Keep going. Um,
5: a role play, and that's it.
0: Jim, see you. Man. Yeah,
5: Jim, always.
0: Okay, cool. So, what do you do a morning routine every single day too?
5: Every day, I never miss with that.
0: I like it. What do you do for morning routine? Walk me through it, please.
5: As soon as I wake up, I do affirmations practice gratitude journaling and not every day but most days I stretch and then start my day
0: and when you say start your day what does that mean
5: like come into my office and start working
0: Mm, and when you start working what do you usually start with the first thing on your calendar yeah lit so if you were to open up your calendar right now is it the same thing every day in certain time blocks no it's going to be So this is the breakdown. Let me actually, I'm going to open up my calendar for you guys right now and we'll see if it's organized on my computer. For some reason, my phone usually doesn't sync to my computer all the time, but we're going to break it down. I have these same things scheduled in every time at certain times and then different themes on a weekly basis as well. All right. And the reason why is because then this way, no matter what every day, shit that needs to get done gets done, like answering comments, like being social on social media. Who here actually believes that I do all of my own content, commenting and everything on social media? Anybody not believe that? If you don't believe that, you're fucking stupid. I love you, though. I do love you. But it's me. Okay? I do all of my own shit. Why? Because I want to be connected to you guys on a deeper level. All right? I post all my own shit. I comment back to my own shit. The only stuff that I don't post is scheduling of Facebook reels, because I've told you guys I get Daniel to help me with that, and YouTube shorts why do I not post that stuff? Because I didn't need to schedule it. I wanted to give Daniel a job. So me and Daniel sat down, we made a game plan, and he scheduled out. You guys know I have like hundreds and hundreds of videos on Dropbox. He scheduled out three a day, every single day till past August, by the way. We have that much content. Every day, three a day till past August. It's the only platform that I post three times a day on, by the way. Everything else is once, maybe twice on Instagram. Just because I'm trying to get into written content again, because I'm enjoying actual carousels and stuff, which is weird, because I usually hate that stuff. But this is how my calendar looks. So not everything is synced, but we'll dive into it in a minute. But we'll go through it all, just to give you a breakdown. So every day, so every day at fucking like 7 a.m. I usually post on IG and TikTok. Then I check the IG Instagram story for Iron Energy Gym. As you guys can see, my pod chats, check Facebook group. Go through all this stuff it's got all my check-ins then i've got different flights different meetings in these time blocks as well it's in my phone these are usually filled uh, with other stuff like eat food or go see cade or do whatever is going on but no matter what i've got three main things that i'm hitting here client retention lead generation and then Content for the group and more because one of my main focuses is again retention, as you guys fucking know. Brian is acquisition for PT domination. I am retention for PD domination. It's one of the reasons why we've always had this structure broken down, but I have these same things every day. So I wake up at 3 a.m., just like you saw there. I'm gonna share it again so you guys can see it and we'll dive into it. So sharing my calendar, I wake up at 3 a.m. All right. I don't have anything in here because my regular shit is 3 a.m. cold shower. All right, after I've done my cold shower, I get situated with usually a tea because I'm trying to drink tea in the mornings. My throat is getting fucking worse and worse. I'm noticing that the more I yell and the more that I talk, the harder it's for me to keep going. So I'm trying to get some tea in, like get everything good to go. And then I start my morning routine at 4 a.m. I crank that shit out until 4.30. And then I drive to the gym, go crush my workout until 5.45. Then I do steady state cardio while I am doing steady state cardio. By the way, I do my content creation or I'm being social on social media, answering comments. I don't need to do cardio. I do a 15 to 20 minute walk every morning so I can also batch that other shit because it keeps me focused on the shit that I need to do. Make sense? So I want your yeah. calendar to start looking more like this. Every day, there's certain time blocks that have the exact same thing and then create themes for the other days. Sunday is my content day, meaning I usually do content creation with my videographer on Sunday, All right? Guys, every single day, seven days a week, I am doing some sort of call no matter what. Saturday is a client call for the wolves. All right. Sunday is a coaching call where I actually get on a call with my mentor. All right. I do content on Sunday. And then every other fucking day I have shit, no matter what broken across the board. Does that make sense?
5: Yeah, definitely.
0: Good. So I want you to do it like that and then come up with themes. So like let's do Thursday as your onboarding day or Tuesday as your onboarding days. So then when you sign a client, you say verbatim, All right, Mel. Awesome. So we got you in the group. What I want you to do right now is I want you to fill out the this questionnaire. This I don't know. Fucking pictures in the app. Get them to do something. So busy work, right? Fill out your profile. I'm gonna be done your program within five to seven days. Sound good? Yeah. Perfect. Great. Boom. You just bought yourself five to seven days. Guys, I say this to everybody. It's what I said in the past. It's what we say in the group for you guys. Even though it might not take you five to seven days, you know what that does? It stops people from doing this. Hello. Hello. Where's my shit? Hello. Keeps them fucking off your back so you can just focus on what you need to do. And then it also helps you create a day and a little bit of a workflow so you're not trying to onboard and get people done every single day. Feel me?
5: Yeah, definitely. Good. Appreciate you.
0: Themes for days and themes for weeks moving forward. That's what I want to see from you. Show up next week so we can dive into your calendar. I want you to actually pull it up on screen. We're going to go through it all. Deal.
5: Got it. Thank you.
0: i see you, girl. Just wanted to take a quick minute to say, I want to change your life. If you're listening to this podcast, then you know that I have what it takes to help you grow a successful online coaching business. So go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients. I'll reach out to you and we'll talk about what your biggest struggle is. We'll talk about what your goals are for your online coaching business. And I'll give you some guidance and a game plan for what to do next. Again, go to my Instagram at the and DM me the words more clients and I'll reach out to you to see if I can help. Now let's
3: get back to today's episode.
7: Jay, what's up, Doc? Yo, what's up, Cole? How you doing? Best day ever, homie. How are you? Great, great, great. So my question pertains to something that I just got advised from Caleb yesterday.
0: Have you implemented what he told you to do? Or are you coming here to ask me the same question because you're not sure if you want to do it?
7: No, I made sure to implement it.
0: <laughs> Good. I was going to bark at you. Okay, go ahead.
7: Yeah, so I, I implemented it, but I'm just wondering when's the right time to do it so it's basically my dm process i'm working on warming up leads building the connection and basically doing that before i ask them to book a call so in the middle of that process i just wanted to ask like when is it okay to send freebies like a podcast or ebook to Mm. warm them up
0: awesome so guys this is a contextual advice by the way so if you're brand new in the program or if you are listening to this on the podcast You're like, oh, maybe I should just send freebies to every single fucking person I talk to. Probably not the best idea. If the lead is very engaged, sending you paragraph after paragraph after paragraph, don't send them anything free to remove them from the DM process. That makes absolutely no sense. But a couple of ways you can do this. Let's say the conversation just starts. You have no prior connection to this individual. You've never spoken to them in the past. And you're just saying, thank you for engaging my content. That's the first best place. All right. Let's say someone's always engaging. I'm going to send Jay a message and be like, yo, what's good, Jay? Thank you so much for engaging my content, big homie. I appreciate the love. Just wanted to send you this free ebook that I created. Let me know if you get any value. Done. Like that's me warming up the lead. Then I could DM him a couple of days later. like, Yo, Jay, what do you think about that ebook, big dog? Question mark. Did you end up reading it? Even if you say no, it doesn't matter. The door is open. I mean, you could have a conversation. That's number one. Number two, let's say a lead is super cold. All right, this also helps. Bray, you said you're having like fucking one word answers a bunch of these shitty applications. You can do this for those people as well. All right, let's say you get an application and one word answers they are engaging with you. You could be like, you know what? What I wanna do right now is I just want you to check out this free ebook and let me know if you get any value. Bam, here you go. Or let's say you're starting a conversation that all the DMs are very one word answery. You could be like, let me think of a message. I'm trying to do it in a not of a savage way because I want to make sure that you use little softies have a little bit of a chiller way to say it. All right, breaking it down. <laughs> I'm usually like, programming fucking more. You can fuck yourself. But it's all good. We'll break it down in a simple way. Let's say me and Bray are talking. She's giving me one or an answer like, sure. Yeah, cool. I'm gonna be like, you know what? I think you might get a little bit more value from this ebook right now. So check this out and come back to me letting me know what you think in the next 24 hours. Sound good, question mark? They're gonna say good or sure, anyways. And then send them the fucking ebook, and then in 24 hours, if they don't send you a message, just leave them for a little bit. If they come back to you and they're like, "Yo, I actually got a lot of value from that," the conversation might be a little bit warmer. That makes sense. Yep. So definitely think about freebies as ways to warm up a conversation you never had, or ways to warm up a cold lead who doesn't want to actually engage with you. But if somebody's incredibly fucking warm reading you paragraph to paragraph or sending you paragraph to paragraph, do not fucking send them away. Don't send them an ebook and don't send them a fucking podcast. That's only going to get removed them from the process in the first place. You feel me?
7: Facts. Yes. My yeah. God. Like
0: even if you guys are like at the sale, you're like, okay, dope. You could, if you wanted to, after you sold them, all right, mm-hmm. send them a freebie or send them a uh, podcast because then it's like, okay, awesome. Mel. So your program is going to be done in the next five to seven days. But until then, I wanted to keep you occupied with a couple of things. I want you to listen to these two podcast episodes I put out and then send me your biggest takeaway because you're giving them homework They're like, oh, okay, dope. And then they go listen to the podcast and break it down. Guys, I will also do that with my wolves as well. Yo, homework for the today is to listen to this podcast and tell me your biggest takeaway. And the podcast is about embracing a certain mindset. So they go listen to it. They give me their fucking takeaways and bam. You feel me?
7: Got you. Most definitely. Yeah, this is really helpful. Um, just, to, just to clarify on one of the second points that you had made, you said the best place, one of the best places is the first message. So, for example, hey, thanks for accepting my friend request. If you have any fitness questions related to your fitness journey, feel free to ask me. Wait for them to respond and then send that off of what they say or.
0: So how many times do you actually get an individual asking you questions off of that opening DM?
7: Out of 10 people, I'd probably say every two out of 10. Two out of
0: 10. And like out of those two, how many do you actually sell on a monthly basis?
7: I literally just started this process, like heavily this process. I'm not even sure yet. So
0: you can keep playing with it, but I would split test it. So do five the way that you just said. And then once they like answer your question, if you can lead them to a sale, do that. If they're super cold, send them a gift. And then the other five, I would legit just send them a gift. Hey, yo, Jay, thanks for supporting my content, big dog. Send. That's the first message. The next message I would be like, I put together this free ebook just to give more value on social media because I want to help people. Check it out. Let me know what you think. Send. And then I would leave the DM comment completely. Got you.
7: Yeah. Like it's legit.
0: Just like give, fuck, and then peace out.
7: Yes. I think, you know what, like when you said split test, it reminded me of March, which was my highest paying month. What I found out was, and this is how it got brought up in the conversation yesterday with Caleb, is... One of my first messages I ever sent, especially on Facebook, was a a meal plan ebook. Like, thanks yeah. for accepting my friend request. Use a yeah. meal plan ebook. Use it as you like. And I thought so. It went crazy. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So that's the thing. Split test it. See what you think. But like, just giving value right off the bat is probably gonna do better for you. Feel me? Gotcha. Yep. Thank you. Fabro, got you. Good shit, dog. Jackie, what's up?
8: Oh, best day ever. How are you?
0: You already fucking know. Let's get it popping.
8: <laughs> Quick question. I started another, another 14 day challenge and really lame. Like I only got four signups. I went on my stories every day. I did lives. I went on three platforms of lives.
3: Uh, Pause, 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 pause,
0: pause. pause. Did you DM a hundred plus people a day?
8: I went not every day, but I went through my old sheets of people that had inquired before and went through, there was a ton in there and I sent people Yeah, but did you
0: DM new people? No. Then you fucked up.
8: No. Okay.
0: So I'm just going to call us hey. Listen. No,
8: dude. Like cuz I'm like, I get it. You so did I'm a, like, you did a
0: lot, but like you should also have been fucking sending out new DMs on a continual basis. You feel me?
8: Yeah. I mean, I I'm not going to say I sent every day, but I did send a few out on the TikTok and whatever, but not religiously. But I did start this time like a week and a half beforehand and really trying to promote it. So, okay. So DM strangers
0: Always, and it, like strangers are individuals who engage with your content. I don't mean going a hashtag and DM one hundred and fifty fucking people. You could. I've seen people do it in the past, and it's worked. But like,
1: yeah.
0: go through all the likes, comments, engagement that you have on social media. DM every single fucking person that engages when you're doing a fourteen day challenge and invite them in because a fourteen day challenge is you just giving value.
8: Exactly, and the four that I have are just tire kicks. Like they are a waste of space. They're and not fucking interested Shut the, in the challenge program. down and move on. Yeah. So just do another one in maybe a couple of weeks.
0: Yeah, I would shut it down, do another one. And like because you just launched it right now, right? Monday, Monday,
8: I launched it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. If they're not engaging, shut the fucking group down. Like literally just be like, OK, bye. If you if you only have four, there's no fucking point. I would give it another full week because you've already sent a bunch of DMs out. Also, don't spam DM anybody that you've already done, because that's just going to look even worse. But I would start promoting it like the next one you're going to do probably May 22nd. Do that entire week as promotion and then launch it May 29th. So you have an entire week of doing it. But like you got to think TikTok DMs, probably not the fucking best place because you can't DM people. It's fucking dog shit. Everybody write this down right now. TikTok is not a social media platform. It's an outreach platform. All right. TikTok is great for building brand and awareness of who you are. It's not great for becoming like a social influencer across the board, like being able to build a social media platform. Social media is where you can engage and build trust and everything else. Some people have been able to do it, like I've been able to do a decent job at it. There's a lot of creators that have been way better than me at doing it. But they're better, they're Instagram, Instagram, like they're way more connected with their followers. Why? Because it's a more mature platform that allows you to engage in multiple different ways instead of just video. Like it allows you to do stories and stories are a lot more personal, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I can go through a big big breakdown, but I I don't want to bore anybody right now. So you should be sending out DMs on Instagram and Facebook, especially Instagram and Facebook. I'm going to say end Facebook again, because that's where you're going to be able to engage with people on a deeper level. How many friends do you have on Facebook? If you don't have 5,000, the answer's wrong. No,
8: it's like 500. (laughs) Okay,
0: add more. Okay, add more. That's another thing. Go to fucking groups add individuals, post reels, post content, do live streams because it will get individuals in there. Because right now, like if you're only fucking DMing old leads that didn't want to join your challenge in the past or fucking did join and that didn't engage, like we're just shooting ourselves in the foot. You got to find new people. You feel me?
8: Yeah. I mean, I have one who is Is engaging, but she's already said, "Ah, I'm 61. I'm not going to buy anything at my age. I don't have any money." And it's like,
0: well, I like it's frustrating, but it's also okay. Like, right? She's just getting free value, so just like send her the program and be like, "Yo, I just want to let you know we're shutting the challenge down. Not enough individuals are engaging, but I wanted to give you free value. So here's the program that you're going to be following." Bam. Okay. Right? Fuck it. Why not? Like, yeah. If you only have four, I wouldn't even have started that challenge. That's just me. I would be like, "That's not fucking happening." But well, I was traveling
8: gotta, in the UK and I thought, oh, you know what? I'll do it. I'll just do it. And yeah,
0: you, you say you're traveling and then you're like, I'll just do it.
8: Yeah, I'm traveling. And I was like, I'll just do it. Keep going, Jack.
0: I get that you did it, but it was like, if you're going to do it, then you got to do everything, right? Yeah. I, you know that we say DM like 50 to 100 people. And even though sometimes yeah. it's an exaggeration, it's also not an exaggeration because you only have four people. What the fuck are we doing it for? You should have been yeah. DMing like crazy. Feel me?
8: Gotcha. All right, thank you.
0: You'll get a pop Pedro, what's up, doc Me? You
3: said my name? Yeah, Pedro. I'm good. How are you? Fucking amazing, dude. My question is I did like post kind of like yours like mindset and it was more towards like, you know, parents and how their influ- how they influence on their kids when their kids is overweight. And I did a couple other videos already, but like when I watch them, I feel like I'm shaming them. But like I know they need to know I care about them and not that I'm just shaming them. So how do you go about that? Uh, So this is actually going to be fun. So first off,
0: know that everything I'm about to say is out of love. Okay, are you ready? Yeah. All right. Listen to what I'm about to say with an open heart. All right. If you feel insecure saying a message, you shouldn't be fucking saying it in the first place. I don't feel ashamed attacking parents about their shitty mentality because I grew up around people that made me feel fucking horrible with the mentality that I am attacking, all right? I've also seen and experienced firsthand what it is like to have parents that have the mentality that I am attacking. So I don't feel shame. I don't feel bad. I don't feel angry about going at that shit and dissecting it and ripping it to shreds. Because if you feel insecure or angry about it, good, I'm holding the fucking mirror up that you need to see. So another kid doesn't go through what I went through. I'm also a dad now. And I know what I want to be seen as. If you, Pedro, feel insecure delivering a message, you probably shouldn't be speaking on it. Does that make sense?
3: Yeah. I mean, I don't feel insecure at all. Like, Yes, you do.
0: You just said, I fucking don't even like saying it. I don't want to feel like I'm shaming them. I feel off about talking about it. That is insecurity.
3: Yeah, I think maybe it's because like just people who are on my network that I don't want to, you know, make mad. or Who? so i was in america and then my host mom really the person who is your host
0: mom the person that you're talking to right now she did something it pissed you off you have an in-depth fucking feeling in your soul about the subject you're delivering and she is that person
3: Mm, kind of yeah
0: yeah right i'm not trying to put words in your mouth is it yeah no okay then it's less of I feel fucking like I'm shaming them and it's more of, I don't want to say it because I don't want her to fucking get angry at me. Correct. Yeah. Then why are you saying it?
3: Cause I know it's going to impact people.
0: All right. Then fucking say it. All right. This yeah. is the thing guys. The reason why I break this down. And the reason why I say it like that is because when it comes down to insecurity, all right, insecurity is a lack of fucking trust in yourself, et cetera. All right. Like I'm actually just going to pull it up right now. Okay. I'm going to go through the definition with you and we're going to dissect it so you actually understand what I mean, all right? Insecurity, uncertainty, or anxiety about oneself and a lack of confidence. That's why I said what you just described is insecurity, okay? Now, hearing the definition, can you agree that that's what it was? Lack of confidence, you felt unsecured in delivering that message, uncertain in delivering that message due to how she was going to react if she saw it, right?
7: Mm, yeah,
3: like it was more of... You know i don't want like if i saw somebody saying that i want people to know i want to help them and that i'm saying that for their good and not just to make them feel mad like it was sometimes on the video was like i said i want to make you change and i felt like if i said i want to help you change would be better but i don't, you know yeah there's no good way to
0: deliver a video attacking individual's trait or body or mentality or anything else i'm just going to say that to you right now Secondly, when it comes down to the breakdown, like, I'm going to say it again, if you feel insecure, or stressed out or anxious, delivering a message like that, then you should not be delivering it. I'm going to say it again, due to the fact like you can't make every individual feel inclusive and happy and okay with you shaming, all right, slash attacking a certain mentality. Bro, I call it shaming. I don't, I don't try to beat around the bush. Me attacking you for being a lazy piece of shit parent, not taking care of your fucking kids is me shaming. I'll fucking say it. Deal with it. You don't like it. Maybe you shouldn't be a bad parent. I keep it raw, real. I'm not trying to dance around the bush here. Okay? Why do I speak like that though? And why do I attack certain mentalities on my social media? Because I've experienced it. Because I've watched it firsthand in my family, in my cousin's family. All right? in my friend's family that I used to live with because I didn't want to go home because I was too scared to step in my own house. Like I've lived that fucking life. I know what it's like. So I attack things like that because I don't want other individuals to have to go through the same thing. Does that make sense? Yeah, makes sense. Now, I went through the same type of mentality as you. I was like, I feel like I'm shaming these people. All right. And I felt insecure, like, oh, I don't want to shame them. Now I just call a spade a spade. If you feel like you're being shamed, cool, whatever. Then I'm shaming you. It doesn't mean that what I'm saying is not the truth right? Everybody likes to say that it's fat shaming to call people who are obese, unhealthy. Okay, mm-hmm. then I guess I'm fat shaming you. But the fact is, is, that being obese is unhealthy, and 300,000 individuals in the States die a year from being obese. I'm going to speak the truth because I want you to transform your life. And I don't want you to live that same lifestyle. Does it make sense? Yeah. If you feel yeah. insecure, you probably shouldn't be speaking on the message. So if you're going to create a video about being a parent and you're like, oh my God, I don't want to post this because I feel like I'm shaming people, take a step back and be like, am I just posting this because this is going to get a lot of likes or am I actually passionate about the fucking subject at hand? When I post a video going off on parents or going off on obesity or going off on a mentality, it's because I have a burning passion to actually say it. And that's why on a stage in front of 300 people, I'll say outlandish shit that no one will fucking say, other than me, because I have a burning passion behind my message to deliver it Makes sense? Yeah, makes sense. Perfect. And yeah, I'll say that as well, Bray said it, just because Cole speaks the way he does, it doesn't mean you need to speak the way that I do too. This is a big thing that's coming up in the industry, a lot of individuals that I see in the academy, outside of the academy, any individual follows me, you don't need to create content like me, it needs to be created based off of your soul. All right, guys, write this down, speak how I want to from my soul. Guys, I don't create content to trigger emotion because I know it's going to do well. I just say exactly what is on my mind at all times. You guys can even ask Brian and Kirst and Julia, all right, any of our friends. Sometimes it's annoying. You'll say shit and you just kind of want to butt tap from me as a homie. And I just, bleh, just word vomit some shit that you probably don't want to hear because I fucking don't turn my filter off. It's going to come out exactly how it pops into my mind. That's how my content's delivered. I'm not trying to create in a fancy way. I just speak what the fuck is on my mind. Feel me? Okay, so just speak whatever's in my mind and then post it. I probably would say no for you due to the fact like you got like a smirk right now. Like, oh my God, this is going to be fucking intense. Don't speak (laughs) from your mind just to trigger emotion because you're like, oh, this is going to blow up. Speak about shit that you're truly passionate on. And again, if you're speaking about shit that you're passionate on, all right, but you're insecure in the delivery of it on the... in the way of like, I don't know if I should post this because it's going to make this person feel bad or this person feel bad, you probably shouldn't be saying it in the first place. Make sense? Yeah. Do you actually get me?
3: Like, yeah, I, I, no. Does everybody understand what the fuck I'm saying right now? Yeah. Give me a thumbs
0: up. Is everybody else confused? Okay. What I'm saying is if you are insecure, meaning I don't know if I should post this video because it's going to make my house mom feel like shit, don't post the fucking video because you have no idea what you're talking about. Do you have a kid? No. Did you grow up with fucking bad parents? No. Then why the fuck do you get off talking about having bad parents? Are you fucking
3: being? Oh, like not my parents, but I like people in my family, definitely, definitely. People in your family? Yes. Who? You don't need to say Uh, like cousin brother.
0: You don't need to say their name.
3: No, yeah, like cousin. You know, like bad parents who you know drink and just. Mm. Okay, what was the video on? The video I did. Yeah. Oh, that was not on my cousin, but it was like on kids that I saw at at my high school being bullied, like you know bullying. Yeah, and for being overweight, and their parents like, are always overweight. Oh, so you use one of the terminologies of you? I said, so, yeah. What I said on the video is the reason why your kids being getting bullied at school for being overweight is because you're overweight, and they will follow what you do, and. Mm. If you change, they will change and no more tears and yeah. Then fucking deliver the video. There we go. Yeah. I I mean, I liked what I did, but what on another one that I made, I said, I want to make you change.
0: Like there's literally nothing wrong with saying that statement at all. You're overthinking the process due to the fact that you feel insecure in your delivery of it due to the fact that it might trigger emotion in somebody that, you know, everything I'm saying, right? It's the same thing. We're just going in a fucking circle all right bet. yeah got it you me yeah if you don't feel confident in it you probably shouldn't be speaking on it if you feel confident due to the fact that it needs to be said then fucking say it okay yeah bet go we'll get it done yes sir all right bet miranda what's up
9: hi nice to have you back
0: um... by the way we're gonna go through you mike aiden and deanna go ahead
9: so, I've been really focusing on KPIs lately. So, I've joined the 5K call yesterday and I kind of had my light bulb moment during, like, as I was like talking myself through it, which is kind of annoying. But really, what I'm finding is like my content is doing way better now. I'm having way more conversations. I'm getting lots of feedback, which Good. is great. I looked up Pipe Drive yesterday and it, my brain was just like absolutely not. You looked up what? That pipe Drive
0: pipe <laughs> to drive? try and
9: organize leads and stuff. And it okay. was just like my brain was like, at now. So, I'm just wondering, like one thing that I'm struggling with is like the follow-up process. Like I've been hitting like nine to 10K consistently now. It's my new norm, super grateful and happy, but I feel like I haven't broken through that ceiling and that's what I really want to do. So I feel like I'm so caught up in making sure that I'm sending out all my new messages every day. And then I'm also very, like we talked about it earlier about beating around the bush and being like, trying not to be salesy. So conversations are going on for too long and then I'm losing track of them and not following up. And I think that's where I'm struggling the most. So just feedback on like a process to make sure that I'm hitting those people and not letting them get lost in translation.
0: Perfect. So how many CTAs do you do on a weekly basis?
9: I do a lot. And honestly, I'm kind of, it's overwhelming.
0: So for the conversations you're having, are they coming from the CTAs?
9: Not as many from CTAs, more so like comments on posts, likes on posts, new follows,
0: majority. Okay, so scale back the CTAs because they're not drinking in leads anyways, right? Because like that's it. If they were having from all the CTAs, then we could just be like, why are we having a big in-depth conversation? Let's just get to the fucking point. But if they're not working, then scale them back. Number two, let's say when it comes down to a comment on a post, I comment on your last post, what are you saying to me?
9: I always just send a message saying, Hey, thanks so much for commenting on your post. What about this post resonated with you? Okay. Or if they leave like an in-depth thing, like, well, this really spoke to me. I can, I share something about my story and how it was passionate about me and her to be. And then we kind of move into it from there.
0: Mm, okay. Well, it, like when it comes down to the passionate ones, I'm assuming those ones don't take fucking two days, right? Or all of them is kind of taking two days.
9: I feel like I struggle (laughs) to get through a conversation like, and they're not happening as quickly as I hope.
0: Okay, dope. So what I want you to do is I want you to put it on a sticky note so you can see it right right in front of your face every day. And I want you to say transition the conversation to fitness or transition the conversation within five to 10 minutes. Like just get to the fucking point. Like if you send a person a DM about a comment on your post and it results in an in-depth, like broken down emotional response, I'm going straight into it. Like legit, the next message you get from me is gonna be like, Miranda, thank you so much for fucking breaking that down. Listen, I get it, I'm gonna validate what you said. I'm gonna be like, I've actually dealt with something like that in the past or I'm gonna relate with a client. And then I'm gonna be like, do you actually mind if I ask you some questions to see if I can help you with this situation? Like I'm going fucking right into it. I'm not wasting any time, not even a little bit. Because what the fuck is the point? Not to mention, you guys think like, I saw you smile when I said this earlier. That's why I knew this question was gonna happen. You guys become salesy because you don't want to seem salesy, but you will need to understand that going mind if I ask you some questions, if I can help you, or do you mind if I ask you some questions to see if I can help your situation? All that does is open the door towards the sales combo. But the sales combo is the same fucking combo you're having for two days. Yeah. Mine's just now more direct because I asked you if I could ask questions. Make sense? Yeah. So you're taking yeah, two days I- to ask the sales question when I'm taking five minutes to ask the question. And then all this leads to a sale when you're just talking for no reason. I
9: definitely feel like I take the relating part to a whole another level.
0: Yeah, and I'm just like, so oh, write girl, this down.
9: Yeah.
0: Relation needs to be less than a paragraph, okay. <laughs> all right? Because what ends up usually happening here and correct me if I'm wrong, I wouldn't be wrong, but I've seen enough DM conversations to know that this is probably how it is, is that they give, hit you with some massive message All right. Then you hit them with some message and then their comments get a little bit smaller because now they're validating all your shit that you're spewing out at them due to the fact that you want to relate to them on a deeper level. Make sense? Yeah, Yeah, exactly. I see this from you guys all the time. You just start fucking sending massive messages relating and talking to these people and then they're hitting you with like, oh my God, really? Like, And then they're hitting you with smaller messages and then you just start dumping out to these clients. You got to keep it tighter. Okay. Okay.
9: Yeah. It's like we become online besties.
0: Yes. No. All right, absolutely not. You can come on my online bestie once you pay me and come to my network. All right, listen, like I'm not even trying. That's not even me being savage. I got enough friends. I'm not looking for friends online. That's literally my mentality. I'm not looking for friends. And if I do build a relationship with a friend, it's because there was some sort of exchange at the beginning, guys. I just hung out with Lane Norton. All right, like Lane, myself, Brian, we hung out for like two fucking weeks. Lane's a homie now. Like at the end of when we actually left, it was like. Yo, I fuck with you. Thank you so much for this weekend. I appreciate you fucking and it was like mutual both ways. Lane is one of the fucking most genuine, like amazing dudes that I've ever met. But yo, we paid Lane the first time. We paid him to come to our event. We had to pay to get into his network. And now I feel like we built a really good friendship with him. It was fucking very cool hanging over for that amount of time. We got to know each other on a deeper level. Where you guys, it's like someone opens up and says hi and bam, fucking friendship. Let's just talk for the next three days. And then you're like, what the fuck? This person didn't buy off me. I thought we were friends. Like, no, that's not how it works. So you got to get to it quicker. Okay.
3: Yeah. So uh,
9: just, I kind of had one of these moments too, where I'm like, okay, I got it. Like, should I be setting like a time block that is specifically for just following up and going back to messages that are open or just
0: do Uh, them right? Oh, yes. Yes. So what I would do is like, Right now you're doing how many fucking time blocks on a daily basis for lead generation slash sending out messages?
9: You I go that? in a couple of times a day. So I have a minimum that I send out 15 messages per platform. That's my minimum.
0: Cool. I like that. So I want you to change that though. I want you to set a minimum of two calls booked per day or three calls booked per day. All right. Because what you're doing is you're going like, I'm sending out 15 messages minimum per day. Well, how many platforms you're on? Five? Three. Okay, so you're sending out fucking 45 messages per day across three platforms. How many calls are you booking? Like one. Exactly, bullshit. So we need to change the minimum. Now, fuck 45 DMs. I want you to book one to three calls because you could do that with four DMs. If you actually start doing it intentionally, doesn't mean you need to break it down and do 15. Does that all make sense, everybody? You guys have these minimums on messages to send out, but you have no fucking minimums for calls booking. That's why at the end of the week, you've send out 300 DMs and book no calls because you're just spam DMing everybody. And then you get overwhelmed. You don't know how to follow up properly. And then you just have a bunch of people sitting there doing nothing. So what I would do is in the morning for 10 minutes, send out like five DMs, right? Midway in the day, go follow up with five people that you still have conversations with. End of the day, start five more conversations if you need to or continue the follow-up conversations you have. But goal moving forward is one to three calls booked a day. All right, deal? Deal. Perfect. That's the breakdown I wanted you to do. Thank you. No problem. Mike, what's up, Doc? you muted. Hey. There we go. Let's get it popping.
6: I do have a quick question for you. It's regarding a client. So I signed a client about four weeks ago. He hasn't done a single fucking thing in the last four weeks. And I'm still like every day I mess messaging him like, hey, make sure your workouts in. Make sure you're tracking your food. Nothing. He plays, he's using the, his excuse saying he's playing tennis too much every day. He's playing like two to six <laughs> hours of tennis and he's an IT guy. So he messaged me today saying, I don't know. I don't, I feel like this shit isn't going to work for me right now. I should have wait until winter time because they don't play tennis in the winter. Can we delay or reschedule for the winter?
0: How did he pay you In full or
6: monthly? He's paying me weekly right now. And I'm about five weeks in. So like, do I just put his payments on hold and fucking like reach out in the winter time? No, I would just cancel him and kick him the fuck
0: out. But uh, I'm, I'm going to take it from two different ways right now. Okay, two different ways. Because no matter what, he wants to leave. Yeah. So I embrace a mentality of lose the client on my own terms. All right? Again, so there been some people who come to the academy and usually end up leaving because they don't like my mentality. They don't like my attitude. They don't like the way that I deliver messages. Why? Because I will never not tell any of you what you need to hear. All right? That's how it is. Miranda will always hear from me what she needs to hear. All right. Now, will it be nice all the time? Probably not. But I will also meet you with love while I'm fucking tearing you to shreds. And same thing with any other clients across the board. I will always tell you what you need to fucking hear. I don't care about telling you what you want to hear. The reason why I say this is because you have a client right now who's telling you that tennis is more a priority of his fitness goals. He signed up five weeks ago, he's doing fucking nothing. So what I would do is I would send a voice note and be like, Mike, You literally joined my program because you feel insecure in your fucking body. Is he a parent?
6: Yeah, newborn.
0: Dope. You want to be a good fucking parent for your children. And now five weeks later, you haven't done a fucking thing. And you're just paying tennis like crazy. Do You want to lose 50 pounds so you can become a better parent, better husband, better individual? Or do you just want to play tennis for the next fucking three weeks? Because you can do that at the same time as doing your program. What kind of bullshit excuse is this? Yeah. Like, that's what I would say. And if they didn't like it, I'd be like, that's fine. If you don't like what I'm saying, I don't give a fuck. You hired me to be your coach, not your friend. Tennis isn't going to get you the body you want. You know how I know that because so for the last three years we've been paying tennis all summer. Makes so sense. You have two, and then I would be like, you have two options: either adhere to the program, or let me know right now if you just only want to play tennis, and I'll cancel all your shit moving forward. You can go do that for the rest of your life.
6: Or if all last two weeks he's completely he doesn't have time because he just became a dad. He plays tennis. He he's an IT guy who so sits on his fucking chair all day playing video games and making them. But like, I'm like, it doesn't take long to fucking meal prep. Use your fucking Sunday. And I'm telling him, like, just, just start small. And then when he did like three weeks into the program, he said, well, I just went grocery shopping and I actually got 80% of the stuff that you told me to, you should be happy. Like, like, really, I'm not going to be happy. You want to fucking lose weight and get in shape. You should be happy. You're fucking making the fucking step. Yeah, bro,
0: you should be like, I would call that dude. The, again, you're asking the, like the, probably the perfect coach for tough love right now. I would literally call that guy. And I'd be like, listen, Mike, we're going to have an in depth conversation right now. The entire point of this call is to figure out if you actually want to do this or not. You joined the program five weeks ago. You said you wanted to join because and verbatim say what the fuck he said to you over text, over application, et cetera. And then be like, you've only meal prep once. You haven't done any of the fucking workouts. You're not showing up when you need to, and you keep complaining about time. Time is bullshit. Mm -hmm. I work with individuals who are working 10 times as harder than you and have more than one kid, right? They're making it work. I was just on one of my coaching calls where a girl named Paige has two children, works a job for eight and a half hours a day, runs her online business, and balances out her family life and doesn't make excuses like this. Do you want to do this or not? I'm not here to baby you. I'm here to help you transform. What the fuck do you want to do? And then if he he plays victim, kick him the fuck out. This is my mentality. I don't play with this victim bullshit, but I have a completely different coaching style. If you guys want to watch the event, who did? Anybody watch the event here? Hattie Boyle, if you saw her speech, she's very baby. Here's one step. Here's one thing. Here's one mentality. I ain't like that. the fuck out of my shit. I'm not this. I'm going to give you one step to move forward with for the rest of your life. And then baby you when you did it and pat you on the butt. That's not how I operate. All right. So I'm mentality. I didn't grow up that way. I have a completely different one. So you need to ask yourself, how do I want to coach? And then look at this person and be like, is what they're doing acceptable? No. Have I done my due diligence? Yes. Okay. The line needs to be drawn. You okay. feel me? Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Not to yeah. mention, like, I can tell you right now that Brian, would just refund and kick him out of the program without even having a conversation because he doesn't play with that bullshit. We're on the same wave with this. So I would just have a call or send him a message. Draw a fucking line that I know you want to draw. Like you're telling us right now, speak what needs to be heard. And if he doesn't like it, he doesn't like it. Who gives a fuck? You can't help everybody.
6: If I, if I kick him out and just say fuck it, do I give him his money back?
0: Uh, Not for the shit that you've already delivered. Absolutely not. You already done the work. Okay. All right. But, But like, that's why I asked about paid in full. Or monthly because if you did paid in full what i would do is i would take all the money that he has not done shit for like anything that you have not created a program for etc send him that back and then keep the shit that you've actually created a program for and done your diligence with make sense yeah or you're doing weekly so out okay all right thank you no problem mike aiden what's up dog <clears throat> yo good to have you back cole missed you dog feels good it feels good super super quick question now that i've been in like the academy for about a year now my avatar has straight been like skinny guys trying to put on muscle. Cause that was me. But I know now that it's summertime, I'm getting a lot more people who are wanting to sh- like coming, they're coming into my DMS asking me for like fat loss tips and like, they're trying to cut off, I guess, excess fat. Yeah. So should I like not necessarily change my avatar, but just no, just. Okay. Just fucking do what you're doing. Okay. I am going to bark at you in a minute. All right, <laughs> this, is a, this is a learning lesson. I want everybody to listen to this breakdown right now. What you're doing is you're falling into the trap of like shiny objects syndrome for lack of a better term. Mm-hmm. You have a certain group reaching out to you and you're like, oh, my God, this group is reaching out to me. Let me change my whole avatar to meet them. But why would you? They're reaching out to you because they like the content that you're currently producing based off of what your current message is. All right. So keep doing it. That would be like you're following a diet right and you're seeing amazing results but then you have people talking about this diet they're like i'm just gonna stop doing this shit that's actually working and go do the keto or carnivore or snake diet because this is what people are talking about it makes sense okay yeah that makes sense right keep doing what you're doing this happens right. to way too many of you this happens to guys all the time in the academy where they'll be like creating like crazy and they're like I have like an influx of fucking women coming to me. So let me just change my whole fucking avatar to women and only create for them. And then when it ends up happening the next month, their business usually crashes because they're not doing what they used to do that actually worked. Got you know I me? Mean? Yeah. Keep doing what's working. And again, if you have a bunch of people coming to you for fat loss, why are they coming to you for fat loss right now? I don't know. Come I'm on, pretty- use your brain. What time of the year is it? Oh, yeah, it's summer. There you okay. go. That's yeah. why it's get- happening. That's it. Yeah. That's literally it, bro. They're coming to you because they want to be shredded for summer because everybody waits until the last possible second. And they're like,
6: oh, I want abs in
0: three weeks because I have a fucking wedding I need to go through and I'm fucking fat and I don't want to look bad. And you're like, well, bro, I don't what to tell you, you should have came to me three months ago because I'm not going to get you a six pack in two and a half weeks. So whatever, this is what's happening. Okay. Fair enough. Bad. Don't change your fucking avatar. Just give individuals the results they want. All right. I got you. Thank you. Got you, bro. Diana, what's up? Am I saying your name correctly?
4: Yeah, it's Diana. It's all good though. (laughs) Fuck
0: my life. Okay, go ahead.
4: In terms of like checking in with clients, how often would you recommend? Because at the moment, majority of my ladies are moms. So I do find they struggle a lot. So I am checking in like two to three times a day with them just to try and get them to do things.
0: So. It's one hundred percent up to you and your personality. All right, I will say that the more that you get them hooked on you, send them continual DMs. The more it's going to limit your growth in the future. Now, what do mm-hmm. I mean by that? Well, if you have twenty clients and you get them hooked on you DMing them three to four times a day, then when you have a hundred clients, like that's not sustainable. You're going to be sitting in front of your computer the entire fucking day across the board, right? Not to mm-hmm. mention you're not going to be able to build a Facebook community like that because everybody wants to communicate with you over dms also not to mention adding on to that they're going to become reliant on you for everything because yeah. they could just ask you every fucking question under the sun so my suggestion always is one check in a week obviously like you're doing all right yeah. and secondly would be one touch point a day
1: mm-hmm. all Right?
0: you guys have a broke breakdown that we always teach you you answer every question within 24 hours meaning once a day go into train rise answer questions Communicate and more. If you wanted to do two as a breakdown, you could send them a message in the morning, right? At like 9 a.m. and then check in at three. Go in at three, mm-hmm. look at any messages that were sent to you, answer them, go through it all for as long as it takes you and then move forward. But mm-hmm. like talking to them all day, every day, like you don't need to be doing that. People can use their fucking brains. The reason yeah. why a lot of individuals will rely on you guys so heavily in the DMs or over trainerized or over Instagram and more when they become your client is because you are giving them that rope to not think for themselves. That make sense? Yeah. Like I'll be frank. When I was a fitness coach, I would get questions like, again, I have told the story a couple of times, but I'm going to break it down again. And I'll break it down. Like not the funny joking around way, just the simple way. Somebody asked me where they could get sugar-free ketchup. So I said, Safeway. And then they proceeded to ask, no, 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 what aisle? And then I said, do I fucking look like I work at Safeway? Now, the reason why that happened is because before that and I incident, but funny situation popped up, I would answer every question as it came in. So they became reliant on me. Like, I need to ask Cole because he has the answer to everything, all right? But you yeah. need to separate yourself from that. Like, I'm here to answer questions from you, but I'm also not here to turn your brain off, use your fucking head a little bit, Yeah. right? It's why we also challenge you guys. Like, I don't know everything about content, so, and I openly admit that to you guys, I know a lot and I'll answer every single question, but I also want you guys to use your brain sometimes like go on fucking Google, use YouTube. All right. I probably spent two to three hours a day on YouTube learning, expanding my knowledge, understanding new things, because again, no coach in the world knows more than Google. Just call a spade a spade. Why? Because the smartest people in the fucking world have done articles that have been posted and published that you can find on Google, but coaches give you the accountability and the direction that you need in order to achieve your goals. So for you, all right, I would do one, maybe two touch points. All right. One is like a question. One is like a, hi, how are you? Or great hitting that personal best that I saw, or, hey, why do I see that you're missing workouts? Something like that. And then your regular check-in, all right, that you do to make sure they're seeing progress. You feel me? Yeah. Answer your question?
4: Yes. That's all. Thank you.
0: Perfect. No problem. Go kill it. All right, yo, I love it. Guys, Last but not least, last but not least, we're going to be making an announcement right now that I want to break down for you guys. The calls in the academy are going to be moving to a later time. All right. Now, I have not decided when this time is going to be. It is most likely going to be right around noon slash lunch time, but I'm going to be doing this to accommodate the massive amount of Aussies that we have in the group. Not to mention, I want to make sure that the other entrepreneurs in this community can come to the calls. All right. We're still going to obviously have them because I'm not getting rid of anything. But I wanna make sure that more people could show up and I'm seeing a little bit of a influx of individuals not being able to show up to the earlier times. So stay tuned, all right? It's going to be happening soon. And the reason why is because I want to give more people the opportunity to show up and absorb, not just watch the replay. Because let's be real, we have right now, we have 50 people on this call. We still have 23 out of the individuals here right now. Give me a thumbs up if you know coming live to the calls benefits you way more than right, then just watching the replay. Mike obviously has his fucking thumbs up because he's exploded his business across the board from showing up live every single time, sneaking in, utilizing Don Labs name and shit. I see you, dog. So we're going to be pushing the calls till later in the day just to accommodate more people because I want to make sure that I serve even more on a daily basis. Super, super excited for this. We're going to be breaking it down soon. So stay tuned for the announcement. And if you guys have any other questions, make sure you drop them in the Facebook group with your biggest takeaway. If you are watching this, slash so listening to this, on the replay of the podcast. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast. And if you're struggling with your online fitness coaching business, DM your boys, we got y'all. Peace fam, have a good day. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. Hopefully you got some value. If you did and you wanna learn more about how me and my team can help you scale your online fitness business to $10,000 a month, DM me 10K on Instagram at TheRealBrianMark for more information. And I'll reach
6: out to you to see if I can help you grow an online coaching business.